0: What's up you guys, welcome to the November 4th Gallagher of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast I'm like episode, just kidding I always wanted to do that from the John Oliver sketch (laughs) Anyways, it's a Saturday, we got four games, pretty, I mean we're not going to do the Memphis game, we're not going to do the Clippers either, so um, if you're doing that, cool, I haven't even looked into it, but um, sounds like Conley's going to play, so interesting game, the Clippers defense has been slipping, but anyways, let's talk about this four game slate Pretty cool. I, I like a four, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. That's kind of my wheelhouse. Um, 12, 12 game nights are, it's so much work. I spent po- po- the pod yesterday. I probably spent like three hours preparing for that thing, just looking for stuff. And today's a little easier. Gonna fly through it solo. Not too much going on. Not, not a lot going on. There's some changes that have happened starting rotation wise and that are probably gonna happen, Dallas. <clears throat> so. We'll go through that. And not too many injuries either. There's just, uh, it's it's kind of, um it's not too difficult. We can, we'll figure it out here. So we got Sacramento and Detroit, 197 over-under, minus 9 for the home Pistons. Played last night. Sacramento, 29th in pace, 12th in half-court defense. Detroit, 22nd in pace, 15th in half-court defense. John Lower listed as out. So big takeaway there. Eric Morland, and he gets a revenge game. Uh, he played all but one of the backup center minutes. Anthony Tolliver got the other one. So he's actually kind of sneaky. Um, again, minimum blowout upside. There's he's definitely a guy you could play at three, and really stack up everywhere else, and maybe even go uh, Curry, AD, and Cousins if you can get a lot of cheap guys in there. I think that's possible. So yeah, he's cheap. And there's not like it probably makes sense to to play it, to spend up uh, at power forward, but if you wanted to fade the Brow or Draymond or something. And, yeah, I think that's a, a decent way to go. Um, so, yeah, he's he looks set up. Uh, make sure he's active. I don't think that SVG is going to play Boban, especially. Moreland played really well yesterday, and he's been playing well. So, mad props uh, for a guy that was pretty much dumped for nothing. He couldn't really get his career going in Sacramento. So, revenge game. Um, I'll be using my Boban gif, if you haven't seen it, where he's just the Halloween thing where he looks into the camera, lifts his face up, face up you can see up his nose, and it's just total, just puts fear in your heart. The Boban, such a scary man. Anyways, uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to start at point guard. No George Hill. We've seen a similar usage, so comparing on and off with Hill. He's more efficient. Fox is. His assist rate's better. Uh, He's at a faster pace. His usage rate's actually similar, so that was kind of surprising to me. But, yeah, I mean, Fox is chalky. He burned us on Sunday. Um, I had him pretty much everywhere, um, except for the lineup that I had that won um, or cashed in the slam. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Fox, you pretty much got to play him here. Um, I do like Frank Mason a little bit. He's going to get rotation minutes. His usage rate's pretty high. So... Yeah, if you want to play Mason, uh, he's got a 20... In his last three appearances, he's got a 28 usage rate. Terribly inefficient. Uh, his assist rate's pretty much a little subpar for a point guard. Um, doesn't rebound worth a lick. But, yeah, I mean, for the for as cheap as he is, um, I don't hate the idea of... If you, again, you're rooting for garbage time here. So if you stack up uh, and you want to fade Fox, which, again, is possible then, yeah, going with Mason and Moreland. A Mason-Morland stack seems like a, a really good idea to me. You could just really just go nuts everywhere else. So I like that. Um, Buddy Healed is probable. He said he lost his shot, got benched consequently, and kind of busted out against Boston. Really the only highlight when they got just destroyed. Man, I love Boston. Boston's just, like, they're, they're incredible. Uh, first team ever to go 0-2 and then win their next seven. Um, so Brad Stevens for president. But really, the big story, really last night, I thought there were a lot of cool things last night. But Andre Drummond going 14 of 16 at the line, matching his entire season output for free throw makes. Like, that that's just, that's seriously mind-boggling. Um, I think he if I saw the NBA math Twitter stat correctly, he's on pace to have the biggest jump in free throw percentage by a lot. Like, Chris Webber, I think is 27 28% and Drummond's like 38% or something like that he's just been um cruel. And he, ca- he chalked it up to really mental toughness he said it's a testing to the hard work I put in the summer to find something that works for me and staying mentally strong and if I do miss a shot to come back and knock down the next ones so pretty cool uh, and he said it's important for him to shoot the same shot so shoot your shot but um yeah anyways other than that, um, I don't know it's so tough. I think Collie signs a decent play, but Drummond's actually defended really well, and I don't really hate Drummond either and I mean again, if you're gonna fade and go maybe Langston Galloway for garbage time, he's dirt cheap too. I, I don't hate that like if you want to go straight fade this say fade this game for the stars because it's gonna be a blowout. Uh, I'm cool with that. Again, Detroit played last night, so maybe they aren't quite gonna blow them out. But the the Kings are just so 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 bad. They're bottom three, I think, in pretty much every category, uh, offense, defense, and so forth. Um, yeah, well, they're not in a well half court defense. They're actually, like I said, pretty good. And this is in their losing streak, so they're yeah. It, that that stat's a little misleading to me. So yeah, this this game seems like it's gonna be pretty pretty bad. Uh, I don't hate Stanley Johnson. His minutes have been pretty good. Um, he's played pretty well down the stretch. I thought he's I thought he's defended well. He's actually led the team in minutes per game over the last five games. Efficiency's coming up a little bit. Usage rate's there. Not really much of a rebounder. Actually, a terrible rebounder. Hasn't had an offensive rebound at all in the last five games. So, you know, he's all right. Um, Drummond, like I said, he's pretty much, he should be good. Um uh, they're going to probably feed him more. He's 9 4. I probably would prefer Towns, but definitely if you want to throw a Drummond lineup in there and go after this game, you know, play Fox, play Drummond, um, play even Bog, uh, Bog- Bogdan. Um, Avery Bradley's really cheap. I like him at 5 5. Kind of had a breakout game, second game with 23 points. Starting to get some steals, doing the things we like Avery Bradley for. So um, I think he'll have a pretty good game again. So, I, I rather like Avery Bradley. He's one of my favorite shooting guard plays. Um, really, just one of... I, I like him a lot, actually. So, um, yeah, he should be pretty... He should be... Uh, I, I'm, I'm a believer. I think he's going to come around. That's kind of it on this game, I think. Yeah, Tobias is cool. Um, Scal's tough, man. Like, he's pretty much out of the rotation. Uh, he only played, really, when they were down, like, 20, 20-ish points or something. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, but his stats are pretty bad, too. He's not rebounding really well, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, if we hear that Zebos out, sure, maybe that changes things. Okay, I'm going to move on. We have New Orleans and Chicago, New Orleans 6th in pace, 11th in defense, Chicago 28th in pace, 14th in defense, and what a win for them last night against Orlando. Blew them out, and that new starting lineup has been pretty good. So basically, it's Grant, Holiday, My Choice, My Nawaba, my boy, uh, Marketing, and Lopez. They're plus 12 in net rating in 50 minutes. So that's a pretty good sample. Obviously, a lot of that's because of last night. So don't quite sell them being a, a, po- a positive lineup net rating wise. But yeah, he looks great. And Nawaba got bumped over. So he started at small forward. He's been starting at small forward. And Fandle bumped him over to small forward. So. Um, that kind of stinks, but <laughs> yeah, so he's four six, man. That's, that's cool. That's definitely cool. So he's one of the best plays, I'd say he rebounds really well. Like I said in the pod yesterday, that his identity is really what Hoiberg said. So we talked a lot about pushing the pace and how the wants to get off the court. And actually brings the ball up in, in transition off a rebound. We love that. Get you an extra assist possibly. He's not really an assist guy, but the potential to do so or to score, obviously more, more importantly for him. And then after last night, he he used, quote, grit and energy. So that's David Nawaba right there. So you hear these things that describe players, and they don't say it about the player, but you can kind of tell. So I love Nawaba. Actually, not too much going on on the injury front. So, yeah, I mean, we can look at – we'll start with the Bulls. Um, You look at how they've been using players. Chris Dunn is back, and his usage rate has been pretty high, been inefficient, which is kind of his M.O., um, and they haven't really been good. Like Jerry Grant, it, while he wasn't big time, it, like, it was a good game for him really. Um, so yeah, if you want to, if I, I can't do it though, man, I'd rather just spend up to get Fox or DSJ or whatever. I, I can't trust Grant, but yeah, I mean, sure. You know, he played, Dunn played 24 minutes, Grant played 22. So there you go. Uh, obviously the Remainder there is your garbage time. K. Felder picked up the last two minutes. If you're wondering, that doesn't add to 48. So, yeah, if we're looking at guys to play for the Bulls, like I said, Nawab is chalk, and I'm like him and uh, him and Bradley are really cheap, good cheap options there. And it seems like spending down uh, on the wings makes sense, and you can even go up to KD. But there's some good options there. Uh, I think marketing's too expensive. Uh, he's going to have his hands full today. We, uh, risk of foul trouble. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a little scared to play marketing here, as great as he's been. Uh, Justin Holiday's pretty cheap. Finally found a shot yesterday. Really did perform well early. So, yeah, five six, that's fine. Uh, he's $100 more than Avery Bradley. Personally, I prefer Avery Bradley. But, yeah, that's fine. Um, definitely a more tournament-friendly guy. I think, I think Bradley's pretty safe in cash. Um, yeah, that's kind of it, I guess, for the bull side of things. There's, Yeah. So looking at, I mean, you obviously have to like Boogie Cousins. I mean, night in and night out, he's just going off. Like we said yesterday, he's like busted you once on the season. So uh, he was actually kind of down. When I mean, a guy scores 56 fantasy points and you're a little bit upset about it, like, that just shows you how nasty he is. But, yeah, he's 5X'd, I think, all but two games or three games, counting last night. That's just unreal for a guy that pricey. So, yeah, I like him. Um, I'm definitely okay with playing Cat. I mean, he's $12,000, so you need 60 points out of him. So you need this game to be close. And it's not the best matchup for him. Uh, so, And also, there's a, a video of him last night talking to reporters, dressed up with glasses, and he called it a studious look. It's hilarious. It's on my Twitter if you want to check it out. It Made me laugh really hard. Hey, uh, if you're if you're a boogie hater, I don't know. I got nothing for you. I love boogie, both on the court and off the court. He's such a character. Uh, anyways, yeah, AD AD as well. Like we said, spending up a power forward seems like a good play. And spending up or spending down earlier is a good move. I'm not playing Drew Holiday. Uh, oh, Holiday Bowl. Forgot about that. Catch you at the Holiday Inn. So you could do a Holiday stack. <laughs> see yeah that's actually not bad if you want to be fun if it wins happy holidays all right so i get some good here yeah we're good okay so we got dallas and minnesota 213 over under i forgot to say the spread i think oh no i did minus 7 for normal uh, you know <laughs> 213 minus 13 uh for this game so blowout potential dallas 25th in pace 28th in half court defense so twenty seventh and half court defense for the Wolves, and fourteenth and pace defense optional here. So if Dallas can keep this thing close, then there's a lot to like. Although very important note from Eddie Sefko, uh for Sports Day in Dallas. He he's pretty good. He's usually pretty good at jumping on lineup changes, and he wrote Carlisle has tweaked things a lot with the lineup, but at one and nine. He's within his rights to do more than just tweak. Don't be surprised if there are some significant changes in the lineup or playing rotation at Minnesota or later in the week. So digging in. That Mavs lineup with Dirk at the five that they've been starting has been just, it's been one of the worst lineups in basketball. Uh, they're minus 42 in 30 minutes. So that's the, DSJ, Yogi Farrell, Wes Matthews, Harry B., Dirk lineup. And then their other lineup's not as bad. Their more traditional one, the DSJ, Wes, Dirk, Harry B., and Noel. They're minus 16 in 47 minutes. So still pretty, pretty bad. And I mean, all these lineups are just like I like hinted at. Their defense has just been just awful. They're late on everything. They're leaving guys open all game long. So. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be pretty ugly here. Minnesota, definitely. I mean, they should mop the floor with them. So blowout potential. So you're looking for, like, yeah. I actually like DSJ a lot. I really think this is a good matchup for him. They've been hemorrhaging points to point guards. Again, they just don't defend well on the half court. And I think Dallas knows that. And they're going to use DSJ. I definitely can see a get-right game for DSJ. He's been better and he's been attacking more and that's what we want him to do. We don't want him to settle shot, settle for shots, shooting 15 footers. And he had an interesting quote. You just can't drive on them if they're not there. That's the best time to attack. There you go. Uh, that's pretty good uh pretty good analysis there DSJ, my boy. So that's there's going to be shot blockers uh today. We'll, we'll see if they can move cat out and all and so on. But, yeah, I mean, DSJ and Fox are the same price. So, if you want to go that way and you don't want to play Curry, which probably isn't a good idea, I'd probably lean Fox here. But I definitely like DSJ quite a bit. Um, again, he's really cheap. He, he's probably not going to be much cheaper than this. So, like him. I like Harry B. quite a bit at one. Like I said, their their defense is bad. Harry B. lives, lives in the half court. Um, he's shooting threes. Dallas is actually tied for fourth for... Three pointers per game, second overall because they have more games too. But so they're 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 spreading their offense a little bit. They're you know they're not they're not fast, so it's it sets up okay for them um, if they you know if they could keep this game close with six minutes left and they don't pull guys at the beginning of the fourth, you know. So I think they have a chance, but again, this is probably the, the most fadable game of the day just because of the blowout factor. Uh, other maps. I mean, Dirk's 5 1. I still can't do it. JJ Bray at 4,000 is pretty good if you really want to go down all the way. There's not many guys who find better than that. Uh, although, you do have to be careful because we know Carlisle has had a tendency to rest guys uh, on the back to back. So, yep. Uh, we could move on, I suppose, to the wolf side. Like I said, Cat's pretty reasonably priced and he's going to just eat. It's just a matter. And he's coming off a bad game. So, he's really in a prime. T- just, like, I don't know if I even undersold that, um, how awful he was. 13 fantasy points, 1.3x. Just terrible, terrible game. He hasn't been great. Uh, if you haven't been season long, I've seen a lot of people complain. He's still, like, second round. But, anyways, yeah, I like him a lot, man. Just be- Especially for tournaments. He's Mr. Contrarian style. People are going to be all about the boogie life. So, I could definitely see Cat going off. He's He's... He's good, uh, especially statistically. His defense has been really bad. Um, Tibbs has been, I don't know, man. Tibbs has been, I don't know. Their defense, like I said, their defense is just not right. It feels like like them and the Cavs at times and the Wizards yesterday, what what were they doing with leaving the bronze single-teamed all game? Like It feels like they're playing with four guys sometimes. Anyways, Jimmy Butler I can't really do. Teague I don't really like here, again, with the blowout factor. I really have to have a good reason to play you. Um, but yeah, it's it's a good matchup for them, but um, the blowout factor scares me, um, and it's not like Jimmy Butler's been great. His usage rate's kind of climbing. There's an upward trend there, and yeah, so we'll see. It's it's been, it, but it seems like a cat day just because they're just exposed. But um, yeah, this it's tough. This is going to be the toughest to predict. And one other note I have is. Gorgi Jang has played next to Cat. Five minutes, one game against Detroit four games ago. So there you go. Moving on. Gold, probably the best game. Uh, Golden State and Denver minus nine for the Road Warriors. 228 over under. Golden State eighth in pace, 17th in half court defense. Denver 20th in pace. Still surprised by that number. And 16th in half court defense. Okay, let's start with what made me the most mad yesterday, and that was Jamal Murray not playing in the fourth quarter. Manuel Moutier played pretty well for the first like three or four minutes in the fourth, and he totally fell apart. He was taking forced mid-range shots and just turning the ball over and going over screens and chasing pick and rolls the wrong way. And, this and the, it was just it's it like he forgot how to play. And I think they wanted to close him. They wanted to play in the whole fourth once they kind of got past the point of no return where it was like four minutes left in the game, and. This is the, He just melted down for the reasons I said. And this is the second game in a row where Malone was not happy with fourth fourth quarter defense. He didn't say it in the last game, but he was pissed uh, with how poorly they played in garbage time two games ago. So, you see that, and people see Murray and how hard he busted yesterday. you got to like him a little bit. Like we said, he's probably third in the cheaper point guard territory with DSJ and Fox there. But... I mean, he's really, He's really still 5'4". Again, that fourth quarter really slayed him. Terrible in the first half. The usage rate was way, way down from what he's been. So, yeah, uh, I'm down. Like tor- Definitely tournament play. They called him the point guard of the future, and they wanted to get downhill, and they said all the right things two games ago. And all of a sudden, I, I feel like that they, like I said, it seemed like Mer- Moutier was going well, but then just lost it. And he has these mental lapses, especially on defense. And... We'll see. But against the Warriors, you can't have that mental lapse nonsense. We know this. So, Other notes we have. Um, um, Kerr talked about uh, he's okay with playing Kevon Looney as being active, which we don't like hearing that. We want the bell, um, Taco Bell, because he's eating all the time. Um, per 36, 19 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2.3 blocks on 76 true shooting. Guys, it's unreal. So if you think the Warriors gonna come in there and mow down the Nuggets on a back-to-back, the Nuggets are the Warriors aren't. Then Bell, ring that thing, man. <laughs> He's dirt cheap. He only needs like ten. He's like the new Bowman. So definitely, I'm cool with him. Uh, if you want to go that way, uh, again, tough. So I think the play of the day in this uh, or play this game, it's gotta be Draymond, man. Um, it's not the best matchup against Millsap, which we'll get to. But, man, 7-6, man, for what should be a very good matchup for him. He's going to play a probably good amount of 5. Yeah, I, I don't really. I think he's probably my favorite play, man. It's, it's just, that's too good. So, like him. Um, also, Wilson, uh, Wilson uh, let's finish up. Yeah, like I said, Curry is really the only expensive guard so when that happens it's hard not to play him right he's only nine two it's actually a pretty good price so yeah i really like him uh kevin durant much of the same is really the only expensive small forward so if you don't if you do think that there's going to be a blowout with the pelicans you want to you don't want to go too strong with going ad and the uh and boogie then yeah going with durant or curry probably more so durant um I think he's uh Wilson Chandler's just not with it, and we'll see it i th- I feel like that Wilson Chandler said he loves small ball, and they've haven't really been going that way too much, so yeah, I guess uh it could be his spot to kind of do some work uh Clay's actually pretty cheap coming in hot, so I think he'll be over owned um he's gets actually a lot of Gary Harris Gary Harris has really locked a lot of people down so. I think those two are going to kind of really go at each other and negate each other a little bit, so I'd be a little bit worried about starting those two. Um, Will Barton actually closed it point guard for the final two minutes. We've seen that Will guard and point guard a lot. And Will Barton actually said on the last play of the game, it was apparently supposed to be Wilson Chandler who guarded Deion Waiters, but Barton said, hey, I want to get him, and he did, and he defended really well to force Deion to take a tough shot, and he missed it. Actually, he was really close, too. So... <sighs> I think that's uh, yeah, Jokic obviously. Uh, again, if you want to fade boogie, he's still pretty cheap. That guy is just unreal, man. Usage rates down, rebounding. He's hitting is a twenty-one rebounding percentage. That's like almost DeAndre Jordan-esque. Uh, he's just if you're in twenty, as a big man, you're really good. Assists are down a little bit. We have so we haven't even really seen peak Jokic yet. And yeah, if you think Denver can hang here. This game's like straight-up sexy. obviously. When the Warriors play, it's always an option. But, I mean, you look at how Jokic has performed. He's been night in, night out for, really, five straight games. He's pretty much 5X2, 45, 49, 45, 51, 53. So, yeah, he's he just says so many things. Um, we like to see guys score, but, I mean... He had a zero-point game earlier this season, and it's he still got, what, 21 points out of it or whatever it was, fantasy points, so down with him. Um, uh, and Millsap, too, Millsap, come, coming through. He choked, missed a couple free throws the other day, but now uh, he has, he came through. He got fouled by James Johnson with 11 seconds left, if I remember, and knocked down all three, down two, so that gave him a win. That was huge. All right, so I think we're good, man. Uh, I'm happy to get this thing done in 23 minutes. There are a lot of games on tomorrow, and we don't do Sunday podcasts for Rotor World, but man, I'm kind of pumped. I kind of want to research and talk about it, but uh, yeah, I got nowhere to do it. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll figure something out. Maybe I'll periscope it, or I don't even know what I'll do, but or guest on somebody, or whatever. We'll figure it out, but I'm I'm pumped for tomorrow. Uh, Sundays. So I usually don't play too much on Sunday because I want to get a. I I do the blurbs and all that and I get too distracted. I mean DFS is pretty cool, so. Alright, you guys enjoy your day. Mix up your lineups. Play some cheap guys. Gave you a lot of them. Play play Nawaba. Um Fox Fox and D S J Curry's great. Like I said, Brett. uh I didn't mention Wes Matthews actually. I think Wes Matthews is kinda of sneaky. Uh who else? Um, I didn't mention Wiggins I have Wiggins down uh, he's another guy I'd consider too. But yeah not too many ways to go you know get yourself five six lineup combinations play whatever you're, you're maybe more you know if you play if you're really aggressive play a million lineups there's not too many combinations to cover so alright you guys take care and we'll catch you next time